All right, everybody, and welcome to 9to5Mac Overtime. I am Fernando, and this is... Overtime? This is Jeff Benjamin, by the way. Yeah. What's, what's up with Overtime? I don't know. We had a little bit of a change of heart when it comes to the, the name of the podcast. As yeah. a, you know, We thought it's early enough. We wanted to change it to make it kind of fit what we're doing from the 9to5Mac side, but also kind of still encompass everything we want to encompass. What do you think, man? I think it's a good name change. Plus, yeah. water cooler was always already taken. I wasn't like super <laughs> sold on water cooler. I think it was my idea, and it was pretty weak. So it was uh, our like, idea. It was I'm, our idea. There you go. Okay, <laughs> but I'm glad we changed it because uh, yeah, overtime just fits. It does. It makes a little bit more sense. You know, the idea is to do this at the end of the week, only keep it at 30 minutes, so it's you know shorter than the long, long form podcast like you were saying earlier. So we still get time and a half pay though. Ooh, I don't know about that one. We got to talk to Seth about that one. <laughs> we do got to talk to Seth. We'll we'll put in a complaint, right? Or, uh, <laughs> or put it in the little anonymous box. <laughs> but right, so let's get started on the Vision Pro pre-order, right? That's the biggest news of the day, February 19th or January 19th, excuse me. How's your experience, man? Um, surprisingly smooth. Like it, it was a lot smoother than I I thought it was going to be. Um, but still a little annoying because there were some issues with like the, the timing. Um, yeah. So now I'm supposed to receive mine on the sixth instead of the okay. second, which is, I'm kind of bummed about, but you know, it is what it is, man. No, for sure. How'd yours go? Like you said, definitely smooth, especially smoother compared to remember when we ordered the 15, the iPhone 15s, they were supposed to open the doors at eight o'clock or the, you know, the virtual doors, but it didn't, I couldn't order mine until like eight, almost 15. I remember back in that September. Was bad. Yeah. So this one right at 8 a.m. Eastern time, it opened up. And then, yeah, same, the only thing that for me, so I'm getting it February 2nd, which is awesome. But I had an issue at the very end where it was, uh, I tried to pick the earliest time slot because I'm going to go pick it up, which I also, I thought they were going to force you to go pick it up, but I guess you can get it delivered, which is nice. But I tried to pick the 8 a.m. time slot and then I picked the time slot, tried to pay for it. And then it said like payment declined. And I was like, oh no, what happened? And then I turns out that that 8 a.m. slot was taken as I was trying to pay for it. And that kept happening until until I finally got the slot of 2 p.m. So <laughs> that's when we're picking it up, February 2nd, 2 p.m. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That, yeah. So what happened, what I imagine happened is that they sold out. So, all right. So I want one of the 256 because there's actually three different storage options. Yeah. 256 is the base Which we learned about option. today. Yeah, we just learned yeah. about that today. It was just weird. It's like, all right, I'm going to throw you that curveball at the last mm -hmm. minute when you're talking about thousands <laughs> of dollars. Like, why don't they tell it's us like, that before? They anyway, definitely did that on purpose to make us like, you, oh, spend more money in the moment. Oh, yeah. You got to decide. You got to decide quickly. If not, it's going to right run out. Right in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so when I selected 256, when you would scroll down the page, and I think you actually did a video on the whole checkout process mm -hmm. and everything. Um, but it would say one terabyte. Like I would choose 256, but it it kept saying that I had one terabyte selected. So Jeez. I think they basically sold out of 256, and that's the reason yeah. why you know it's four days later. Either that, or they wanted another 400 dollars out of you quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and then yeah, to do the the pricing of those tiers, there's only only three different options, right? The 256, 512, and one terabyte. And they're just $200 upgrades each for each increment, right? So yeah. 349, 369, 389, right? If I'm doing my math correctly. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So again, with taxes, like I think my taxes were like 300 bucks. So you start adding tax, you start adding something like Apple Care, which we find out was $500. This thing is expensive, man. <laughs> Extremely. Like, and uh, we, we, we'll talk about all that here in a yeah. second, I'm sure. But it's just, yeah, super expensive. Um, yeah, just super expensive. That's the biggest <laughs> takeaway I have right now. I think all in, if you go fully loaded with Apple Care, it's like $4,800, which is for first gen product where you don't really know. Like when people spend almost five grand on a computer, at least you know what you're getting. You know, you're spending five grand on a MacBook Pro maxed out with the storage and the RAM. This is like, all right, is a difference, you know, or is this amount of money going to give me the return that I want in terms of like happiness and productivity and experience? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Yeah, and that was one of the so John Prosser, who he, everyone knows who that is, pretty yeah. much um, front page tech. He made a video about like why isn't the Vision Pro like popular? Why why aren't uh. more people talking? And why why isn't there this excitement? And to your point, it's like how could we possibly really be excited about something that number one mm. costs that much money, 
Yeah. And number two, we have no idea about, we don't, like, it's impossible for Apple to really market it and push it when you think about it, because there's just, yeah. how can you explain the experience in a real way that people really, truly get? Like, like yeah. it's that light bulb moment where I don't think you, it's sort of like an electric car where people like bash electric cars, but then they try one they're like, oh, I get it now. I yeah. get it. It makes it like clicks. It's like that light bulb moment. And I think that's what it's going to have to be like for this potentially, mm -hmm. uh, because it's just hard to market an, a, a product. Like people are wondering, why didn't Apple have a second keynote? Well, I mean, what else could they possibly like talk say about? Or show, yeah. Yeah. You just got to see it, man. That's what yeah, I, I believe. So, yeah. I should have looked up, but I'm curious to know what the first run of the original iPhone was like on release day. Was it in the tens of thousands or were they releasing way more? Cause that was, it's kind of the same idea. Like, yes, it was a smartphone and everybody at the time had a smartphone versus now at the, it's kind of the same thing, but I guess it's a little bit different. I, I don't know. It's just tough for me to, I'm trying to equate this to the difference in the light bulb moment that we had when like the slide to unlock and the inertia of the iPhone was a fir was first coming around and removing a physical keyboard from the Blackberry and going all touch, you know, all touch screen and, and capacitive touch on the iPhone itself. So, but I feel the light like, bulb moment having quick, you know? Yeah, but I do feel like that was a much more, I mean, outside of the price, it was it was a tangible thing. Like you could, that, and that's like even two years ago when this, or maybe longer when this was like rumored, uh -huh. that was one of my biggest concerns just from a creator perspective. I'm like, how, I think I was talking to either Chance or Seth or someone like, how are we going to actually like, cause that's what we do. Like we show how to use stuff. We yeah. review stuff. How are we going to, like, that was my worry. And I'm still worried about it. Like how are we going to <laughs> actually worried about show? It too. Yeah. How are we going to show this? And Apple tried to do that in one of their, like, <laughs> you the, call it the guided tour. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a, like an HR video, but from 20, 2100 or something like that, you know? Cause it yeah. was like, it looked so, uh, even though it was, supposedly it was a person. So basically Apple put a 10 minute video together on YouTube and on their website of a guided tour of basically a how to, like how to get started with this thing. Cause uh, people are gonna get this like Jeff delivered to their house directly and they're not gonna have an Apple employee holding their hand to get this done, but they at least get you set up. So they had somebody anonymous that apparently has never tried the Vision Pro before, try it with an Apple employee guiding them through the process. And it was just, it looked very staged to me. Some of it looked cool for sure. We get a better idea of what the experience is gonna be like. But it looked, it was just a funny video overall. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it was like they tried to make it like it was a first time, but it, I mean, obviously they walked through that before, like they yeah. had practiced that numerous times, no doubt. Oh yeah. And it, it was just, I mean, I try not to be cynical about stuff like this because I try to look at it from a perspective of a new, like my mom looking at this, right? Yeah. Like she looked at it, she would be like, oh, that's. Oh, I kind of get it. That's neat. She wouldn't, but for us, we kind of have like a cynical view of it a little bit mm -hmm. just because like, we already know what headsets are like yeah, in general. Exactly. And it just felt a little cringy and it felt like, <laughs> it felt like the dude was like AI almost like it wasn't, right? yeah, it, like, did. it wasn't real. Like, like uh, even when he was like going to, I guess, high fiver or, or like, he was just it, like, it looked like, oh, it was you can like see my dap, dap, eyes. Yeah. It looked like he was like going to dap her up or something. <laughs> Right, he's, like, so yeah. he's like you can um, see my eyes wow like it just yeah. it was i mean it wasn't bad i actually enjoyed yeah. the video but i saw some comments and it started made me think oh it was a little bit cringy but for sure i don't know i don't understand how any way they could have done it better to be honest yeah so and, and then speaking of like the aha moment so i i'm ex i think we're gonna get an aha moment or a light bulb moment when we use it because in the very beginning of that video uh I think the guy's name was Will. Will was, uh, the employee was like walking. Will had a enlarge a screen or enlarge whatever he was viewing. And he just like had to look at the corner and pull down with his finger, which I th that to me was like, if that's, as, if it's as good as they say it is, and that function is going to happen reliably, it's, I think it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> like I do it, too. It could be very cool. I do too, man. Like to have that sort of precise eye tracking down to like almost pixel level, I guess. Yeah. Is wild to me. Like to be able to just look at something and it it knows what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Like that's that's pretty wild. Nah, it's, it'll definitely be exciting. So I mean, definitely drop some comments down below of what you want to see, how, you know, what questions you have, what applications you want us to try, 
you know, we found out that there's some applications that are being omitted, I guess, like Netflix and NHL and some some apps that we thought were going to be there on day one. But we are getting some Apple content. Disney Plus is doing some exclusive stuff for the Vision Pro. Um, and I'm sure more and more people and more companies are going to jump in there because, you know, if a demographic is willing to spend almost four grand on a device that they have no experience with, I'm sure they're going to be willing to spend a little bit more, you know, like $20 a month for exclusive uh, Vision OS content, you know? So they'll yeah. definitely uh, do the money grab thing right there. For sure. I think. So yeah. did anything about the uh, tech specs? Because that, that was also, which is, again, weird to me. Um, did anything about the tech specs stand out to you? Because that was, that was something that was released today. Right? Yeah. So I mean, the te- I, it's just what, what stood out to me was just how foreign the stuff that they're saying is to me, right? Like we've been around computers and phones and tech for a long time. Uh, and obviously, you know, some of it, but you know, like the, I'm looking at the, the, the specs right now, like 7.5 micron pixel pitch, right? Like 12 millisecond of, photon to photon latency. It sounds like right? some Star like, Trek stuff, man. Exactly. So I know people so who me, are smarter than me are looking, <laughs> listening to this and being like, Oh, you dummy. Like, of course, right? photon to photon latency. Like, yeah, but, but for me, like, yeah, it's definitely foreign. Like the camera 6.5 stereo megapixels, like, does that just mean like two cameras, right? Yeah. Like stereo yeah. sound, things like mm-hmm. that. Four inertial measurement units in the sensors. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a lot of stuff that we're, I've, I haven't been exposed to. So I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to, really. Obviously, you know, you, we know how fast are like GPU cores and CPU cores and versus uh, like the M1 Max and the M1 Pro and things like that. But this stuff, there's like nothing really I can compare it to. At least that yeah. I've used in the past. And that's exciting, right? Because it's like it new is. stuff we get to learn about and then we get to help other people learn about it. So yeah. I'm looking forward to learning what inertial measurement units <laughs> do. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what's the, after you get it, what's the first thing you're going to try, do you think? First like thing I'm going to try? Yeah, you're going to go on safari. Probably spatial and... videos, like spatial of my video. cat. Like I've been taking yeah. pictures of my cat because she's really old. She's like 17 and... Oh, wow. We were like even discussing like how much longer is she going to be around and stuff like that. It's kind of sad. And I'm yeah. just like trying to take the opportunity to take as many spatial videos of her as possible. It is um, going to be cool, I think. Because yeah. that's, that's what I'm going to do. Spatial video for sure. Yeah, you I have a kid. So like, yeah, I'm sure you have plenty of opportunities. Yes. Yeah, so like that. I think a couple of days ago it was snowing. So I, I took the spatial video outside for the first time. So let's see what that looks like, you know, because all the spatial video I had was just inside in the room, in the house but I have now a little bit of outdoor use and I'm curious to see what that experience is going to be like. Cause they showed that also in that guided tour and we'll link that guided tour down below. If you guys do want to check it out and you haven't seen it, uh, but it looked cool. It wasn't, it wasn't like immersive in a way where it took up your entire like peripherals, but it was immersive in a way where it was big in front of you and it moved as you moved, like what you saw changed as you moved around. So I think it'll still have a, a nice amount of immersion in there, which will, which will be interesting. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I don't, it's one of those things. I don't think like viewing um, a video like that can really do it justice because it's still 2D when you're looking at it on a screen. Yeah. Whereas to actually see that in person, and hopefully we'll get some uh, some feedback from someone who's actually tried one of those yeah. the Vision Pro headsets uh, in a little bit. But to see it in person, I'm sure is a complete game changer versus, you know, just what we see on screen. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm excited. So, I can't, I can't lie. I'm excited about it. So, yeah, I mean, now we know everything about it for the most part, right? We're going to have to really play with it, but we also found out, uh, Apple also released some accessories that we should talk about. And also we knew what was coming in the box, but we didn't have any visuals of what that looked like in the box, but now we do know exactly what's coming in the box. So we have, so when you do purchase it, you get some things that are included, which is nice. You know, I'm going to pull it up right now on the screen or hopefully Jeff will in the edit later on, <laughs> but you obviously get the Vision Pro, you get the secondary dual loop band, so the one that goes over your head as opposed to the one behind, the one that looks weird. I think that most people, including myself, are probably going to be using the one that goes on top, even though it looks yeah. a little worse. probably fits a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> the cover looks hilarious. If you just take a second to look at it, <laughs> it kind of, it's fitting the same, it's giving off the same AirPods, the same thing that uh, AirPods Max case, that same vibe, that's what it's giving off, you know? Um, you also get the battery pack, which gives you two hours of battery life or mobile battery life. You get this light seal cushion, the polishing cloth, a USB-C cable and a 30 watt connector. 
So whoever guessed on the under under 35 watts, you guys got that dub. Pretty much what we expected as far as, I mean, obviously they kind of told us what was in the box before, but to see it actually in front of us is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those accessories though, like they're so expensive. They're so expensive. Like for instance, the Apple Vision Pro travel case, which is looks like a nice case. It, it does. It's, um, it has that ripstop outer shell. So it sort of gives those... Um, like space NASA, like modern space suit vibes. Yeah. Sort of. That's kind of where I'm getting from it. It just looks kind of high tech uh, storage mm-hmm. case, but at the end of the day, it's a case and they're charging 200 <laughs> bucks for it. It does look like very sterile. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything, everything very white with a little orange, like, and even the orange piece is part of the vision pro. It's not even part of the actual case itself. Right. But yeah. So, but I mean, it's probably just like any other, like a Bose headphone case or something like that. Those like hard shell headphone cases just fit for the Vision Pro. But yeah, two hundred dollars yeah. is steep for that. Steep. Yeah. Uh, the battery is two hundred dollars, um, <laughs> but that is one that I could actually see. Like, if there's any product accessory that I would buy, it would probably be a second battery. Yeah. Just uh, like if you're out and about and you want to have a couple more hours, this will be a nice way to get that. That being said, like I'm sure you'll be able to use external battery packs to charge the battery. So do you, do why you not? Think so yeah, because it has that USB C. I would think. Now I don't want to yeah. say for sure, because <laughs> yeah, maybe they they put some sort of DRM on it. Who knows? But yeah. I I would think you would be able to just plug that into an external battery pack and let this thing run for as long as you want, or you know. So true. I don't think an external battery, like buying the the separate battery will be necessary if you already have like, you know, a uh, battery, battery pack, external Mm -hmm. battery pack. So I don't know. We'll see. It's just funny, man. Apple gets away with like how Apple doesn't say, at least I'm looking at the page right now, like how many milliamp hours this battery is, right? So charging $200 for a battery pack is crazy. Like imagine, imagine going on Amazon to buy a portable battery that's worth $200. That's going to be the size of a car battery. That's how much battery. That gives you get, two you know? <laughs> two hours of battery, like two hours at, yeah. at the most, probably. And they say two and a half, but I, yeah, yeah, like that, that's steep, man. Two hundred bucks for a battery pack, like yeah. And if you plan to use this on like a, a flight from New York to LA, that's a six-hour flight. You're going to need three of these if you're going to use it the whole time, you know. <laughs> and here's the other thing that I was wondering: like, what is the experience like swapping batteries? Like is true Does there's it like no everything like there's no internal battery that gives no. you like five minutes of time so you're gonna have to power down i would presume and then boot back up yeah who knows it's kind of rough but we'll see yeah and then if you have another 50 bucks to spare you can put a case around your battery <laughs> for those that don't have pockets so there's other things though there's the um there's the Vision Pro Light Seal. That's a two hundred dollars. I think that's sort of the running, the yeah. running thing here. Two hundred bucks. There's also the the Solo Kit band. So if you want a replacement band, that's hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. If you want a the dual loop band, that's hundred bucks. Obviously, those things come with the Vision Pro. But if you want replacements for them, or yeah. for whatever reason, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. But I did have a question for you, actually, since we're in this. Now, are those prescription glasses that you wear? Yes. So what was that process like for you? It wasn't too bad. It, no. they, they basically ask, do you wear glasses or contacts? You say yeah. yes or no, uh-huh. and it just walks you through like a like a workflow. Um, okay. And yeah, I mean, they ask you to upload your prescription. The weird thing, though, is that I believe it's shipped from Zeiss. Let's see. Okay. So yeah, so you my question. Yeah, you upload your prescription separately, Uh um, and then they basically will ship ship those to you. You can't. Yeah, you probably can't wear it with your glasses on, right? Do you have contacts? Uh, I do wear contacts. So that's another weird thing, though, is because they ask you which one do you wear primarily, and it's like Uh I kind of switch between them. I don't usually wear glasses. I usually wear contacts. They look fresh though glasses look good oh, thank you appreciate that. <laughs> thanks yeah um but yeah i um I, I just can't see 
wearing contacts with the hits, it just seems like it would be a good way to to dry your eyes out. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it would be, seems like it would be pretty tough to just wear contacts and stare just because my contacts get dry pretty often. They're dailies, but they get dry. And okay. I just, this seems like a bad recipe for um, irritation for your eyes. That's so but, true. It's yeah. something that I've never thought about. That's why I was so curious because for me, it was like, yeah, it asked me the same questions, but I just pressed no, no, no. And then I was onto the order. Yeah. You know, so, and people I know, because uh, we did release the video, like you mentioned, of the ordering process, and people were asking in the comments, like, Oh, I wonder what the experience is like for somebody that does wear glasses or does have prescription, you know, lenses or whatever for the order. Yeah, I actually went okay. to get my new prescription last week. So I'm, nice. I'm like, I'm prepped, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm prepped. But um, so, yeah, it's just like you, I obviously had to pay more money too. Yeah. So that's, an extra hundred um, bucks, right? Extra hundred bucks. I feel like it was more, but I could be wrong. I think it was, let's see. So I guess my vision I won't be, we won't be eating out for a while. 149. 149. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I see the, the inserts separately are 99. Yeah. But bucks. I guess yeah. for the. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who knows? Um, once and you then, get your prescription, I'm, I'm pretty sure they will add or tack, tack that extra 50 bucks on. I don't understand how that works. It's kind of weird, too. True. I don't know. And, the, and then the final thing I want to bring up before, because I believe our very own chance is going to jump on in a minute or two. Uh, we did find out the price of Apple Care. It is $500. And the question is, did you get Apple Care? <laughs> no. Did you? I did not. No, I did not get it either. <laughs> I feel and like we, the fact crazy. that I paid $3,500 is enough as Apple Care in itself because I'm going to be, I'm going right. to be careful. I'm going to just be I'm going to wear like microfiber cloth exactly. gloves, you know, <laughs> when holding this thing. But exactly. I mean, we found out also that with Apple Care, the deductible is like 300 bucks to get anything fixed. But without Apple Care, it's like 2,400 bucks. So now that you know that, to each their own, you know, you guys can make that decision. That's rough. Uh, What's ooh. up, Chance? How's it going? It's Chance going Miller good. in the house. Look good, First too. time back at the yeah. Mac setup since all my travel. So I'm getting things arranged. So nice. what's been going on? Where you been? It's in New York City for Apple, obviously. And then I was in Detroit for something separate, but Apple was the was the the meat of it, obviously. Nice. Yeah, we want to we want to hear about the the Vision Pro experience, big time, man. Cause, yeah, uh, we were ta we were talking about uh, the only thing we have to go off is that new guided tour, right? That was oh, probably yeah. the closest thing, which was kind of cool. It was cringy, like we were talking about, uh, but we want to hear that hands on for sure. Yeah, the hands on was just was was just. I mean, I did it at WWDC, and then in the intervening months, I kind of forgot about it, or the uh -huh. excitement ebbs and flows. But now I'm excited again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that kind of stood out between or differences like, between like WWDC demo versus the one a couple days ago? Because that's like a six, seven month difference, right? Yeah, there were some differences. The, the setup process was a lot easier this time than I remember it being, especially okay. the process of like what everybody did today during pre-orders is what uh -huh. we did at the demo this time. But at WWDC, it was more kind of like Face ID was. Mm -hmm. And it was a little bit finicky, but this one was just so quick and so easy. And now yeah. in, in real time, like what did they, so they measured your face in real time. Like what did that mean? Like a different size light seal or what was that? They measure your face for the light seal and for the head, the head straps, whether it's the dual, the dual band, whatever it's called, or the solo knit band. And they gave me the dual band, which was interesting. Okay. Because they didn't really give me an option. They're like, we think this one's going to work best. <laughs> so I took it. And it did. It does a great job of distributing the weight because it's heavy. But with it mm -hmm. over the top of your head and on the back, and it adjusts kind of like an Apple Watch band on the top and the back. So oh, nice. okay. it does a good job of, of managing the heavier weight for sure. So that's my question. Like, do you think the whole thing about weight, because that seems to be the dominating like, yeah. conversation. Is that like a valid concern? It's a valid concern in my demo, though. I noticed it during the first few minutes. And then mm -hmm. as time progressed and as you just start kind of losing yourself and moving around Vision OS and doing different things, watching videos, it just kind of fades away it's like you have this thing on your face okay. it's there but you're still you're still just doing what you do and you st 
kind of forget about it because it's not some people also complained about it getting hot or making you sweaty oh, that's another thing that's something that didn't notice that at all the fit and it's okay. your mileage is going to vary quite a bit like i have a bigger head i'm a bigger guy so i think mm-hmm. that's probably different than somebody who's who's who has like different sized heads and I think that's why it's so you good that Apple's including both of them in the box too. You get the solo knit and the dual band. So hopefully that means everybody can find a fit that works pretty well for them. And then uh, we, I mean, we were curious to know, cause was there, we were talking about the aha moment, right? We had the mm-hmm. aha moment with the iPhone and we're hoping to have an aha moment with this thing at $3,500, yeah. especially <laughs> like, have you, have you had that yet or no? And if you did, like, what, what was it overall? I think the first one is spatial videos, which are just, mm-hmm. just incredible. They're mind blowing. And at WWDC, we didn't know that the iPhone 15 Pro would be able to shoot spatial video. Uh-huh. So it was like, okay, this is really cool. But how many, in how many environments are you going to strap Vision Pro to your head to take a spatial video? Yeah. But now we know you can just shoot them on your iPhone 15 and then go back and relive them. It's I think I, I, I'm going to make a point to make sure I'm taking more spatial videos because it's just so cool. The other like aha during this demo, I think, was the Disney Plus app, which is just Ooh. so good because they've built their own like 3D environments. There's like a Star Wars one, a Marvel one, and it puts the movie like right in. Like I was watching it. Oh, what was it? See, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but there was mm-hmm. the trailer in to tone i think is what it was something like that you're sitting there l- overlooking somebody's freaking out in the comments right now <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's so cool the and then apple has its own environments for watching stuff and it's just so cool how it transports you is it kind of like um you know when you put like smart lights on the side of your tv to match the actual colors of what you're viewing yeah is it kind of like that but on steroids and like more immersive yeah, and because like it puts the the screen in front of you, and then the lights from the screen, like there's like a little bit of a reflection, and okay. it's like you're sitting there. So everything you'd expect when you're sitting there, and when you're waiting for like when you're just moving through an environment, you hear like little sounds, like it makes you think you're on top of a volcano or something, and it's so realistic. I at first I looked around and I was like, is that coming from outside? Because we we're in New York City, so you know it's. There's noise happening all the time, but no, it was like just like these little subtle spatial audio sounds while you while you're moving through the environments. Yeah, that's my question. Like I've some some of the articles I've read, including yours, um, mm-hmm. people talk about the realism. Like, is it really that like photorealistic to where? Because you know, other headsets we've tried, you get that like screen door effect where it looks like it just mm-hmm. doesn't look convincing. Mm-hmm. Is this that convincing? This is pretty convincing because, I mean, it's two, it's like a 4K screen for each eye. So the environments that you're looking at through the headset itself are really convincing. And you can look up, down, left, right, and you're fully immersed in wherever you are. And there's also the pass-through aspect of it where you're looking around, looking in the room around you. Mm-hmm. I think it was John Gruber said it's like, and he said he's right, it's like, you're looking through like a clear pair of ski goggles or something like it's that clear. You don't, you can't tell that you're looking through screens and a camera. It's that clear. Sounds impressive. So, it's very so impressive. From like, a, yeah. from like the weight. So back to the weight thing real quick, because mm-hmm. so this thing is supposed to be a computer, right? It's supposed to maybe not fully replace a laptop or a MacBook or anything like that, but eventually that's what they want. That's what the goal is, I think. Yeah. So if you're, because we sit at our computers, not for half an hour, we sit at our computers for four, five, six, seven, eight hours, you know? Do you see yourself, you know, just getting tired, needing to remove it, take a little break, maybe your neck to stretch it out? What do you think? See, that's the question, because both of my demos have only been 30 minutes. Yeah. And the first time at WWDC, when I took it off, I was like, a little bit like discombobulated. I was like, that was weird. Like, I just had that thing on my head for half an hour. Where am I? Mm. This feels weird. The second time I didn't notice that feeling quite as much. But again, it was still only 30 minutes. I think realistically, I I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think for like two and a half hours, three hours, like a movie, you'll be fine. Yeah. But beyond that, I 
the comfort might become what? an issue. Because even when you're like wearing AirPods Max, like I am, I'm going to wear them for like three or four hours right now. Then when uh-huh. I take them off, I'm going to be like, okay, like this is nice to have a breather for a second with nothing on my head. There's a comparison to AirPods. Like the comparison to AirPods Max, I think, is helpful because AirPods Max are heavier than most other headphones. True. Dang, that yeah. stinks. I don't own a pair, so I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> One question I had, Chance, and this is something that's like from a long term perspective or further mm-hmm. out. Um, how do you think this device, because it's different than any other device where you have a tangible like thing you can demonstrate and people can see it? right? Mm-hmm. You can't really get the experience unless you try this. Yeah. So how do you think Apple, and I think that's some of the reasons like the marketing is a little bit different because what more can you really say <laughs> without trying the device? How do you think Apple overcomes that challenge? Or do you think it's just something they're going to have to, that's just going to be an inherent thing that they have to deal with? It is going to be an inherent thing. I think the rumors that we've heard about what they're planning for demos at Apple stores I think that's going to help quite a bit. It sounds like a demo that's pretty similar to what I've experienced where it's half an hour. You go through the setup process. You go through learning how to move around Vision OS. I think the learning how to use Vision OS is going to be like the bottleneck for a lot of people because there is a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Once you get it down, it's I think in my story, I said it's kind of like riding a bike because I learned it all at WWDC. Didn't do it for seven, eight months. Did it again and it all came back to me pretty quickly. It's, it is a very intuitive interface. And to a certain degree, I don't know how much Apple wants to... It's clearly not a mass market product, you know? Mm-hmm. They're going to give the demos to whoever wants to see them. And I don't think they really care how many people how many people they convert from the demo to actually buying it. They're just trying to spread the word and be like, this is the future that we're working on. If you have $3,500 in year. <laughs> willing to take the plunge and willing to use a very, very first generation product. Like here you go, you can buy it. Or this is vision OS come back next year, the year after and try vision OS two, vision pro two cheaper, Apple vision, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. Makes sense. Like a word of mouth thing. I think yeah. that's, that's going to be a lot of the conversion, just mm-hmm. like convincing your friends that this yeah. is legit. And like the FOMO aspect for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things too that we just learned today is that it'll support AirPlay to any AirPlay capable device. So you can AirPlay what you're seeing in Vision Pro to your Apple TV, to your iPad, to your Mac. Oh, that'd be cool. And that's like, that's another aspect of the demo thing where I can sit down with some buddies and show them everything about Vision OS without having to move the headset one by one to each of them. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that's a perfect segue because I did have a question. I remember me and me and Jeff were talking about this because it is, I guess, how customized is it to you? Obviously, it's going to be a little bit different if you have prescription glasses and things like that. But if, you know, you don't need that, like, can I just give it to my wife to try out? You know, can I let my friend try it out? And he's going to get the same experience or is, is there a real specific calibration process on a per person basis? Do you think it's or no? pretty calibrated because not only is the fit itself to your head, really personalized Mm -hmm. during the setup process you do this thing where three times you it puts dots on the screen and you look up through all of them and you have to blink at each one and that's calibrating the eye tracking of it so you have the hardware fit and then you also have the calibration software side of things and i think there's going to be like a guest mode that might make some of that easier and you can buy the light seals separately too so theoretically, like your wife could size her own light seals. And as long mm-hmm. as you could share the band, which I think is more adjustable than the light seals, you could probably get it going. But she would have to yeah. always use it in guest mode. Or you could set it up as your Vision Pro and you could use it in guest mode all the time. <laughs> yeah. So are there going to be profiles on it? Like, it, is it going to, are they taking the iPhone, iPad approach or are they taking the Mac OS approach? They are taking the iPhone pro- and iPad approach for the most part, with the exception of the guest mode. But that's not going to. Okay be a fully wow. featured thing. I think that basically is just going to like prevent the person from seeing like your messages and getting into all your personal data. True. And then I wanted to talk about a uh, kind of battery life. Obviously we we're only there for 30 minutes. So battery life wasn't really an mm-hmm. issue, but you know, we have the battery packs that last two hours and then you can hardwire yourself into the wall if you want to for yeah. unlimited viewing. But did they talk about 
Jeff brought this up, which I thought was such a key point. Like if you, if you, like, if you're on a flight, that's four hours long and you have two batteries and you unplug yourself, is it a complete shutdown moment? Do you think, is it, is there like a, a 30 second, you know, window where you're like, all right, you better hurry up and plug mm -hmm. another one in before you die. Or what is that kind of like, do you know? I don't think we know that yet. Cause I've heard people talk about that. My, I don't think the headset itself has any sort of built-in battery. It's all through the battery pack. Mm -hmm. I think you should be able to like connect the battery pack to another battery pack. So if you're on a flight, you can plug in the Vision Pro battery pack into something like a Mophie battery pack. And that'll okay. extend the battery life if you don't have access to a power <laughs> outlet. Uh, the but, Gen 1 Apple Pencil moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> String together all the battery packs you can find. Yeah, thank it. you so much for taking the time yeah. to Thanks, spend with us. Fun. Yeah, appreciate it. So now we have a very special guest. We have two special guests. We just had Chance. Now we have Colin Jenkins from Connect the Watts. Uh, if you haven't checked out Connect the Watts, definitely do so. It's our sister site. It's all about connected fitness. And this guy produces content at a... Uh, just a rapid rate and really high quality stuff too. So we're excited to have him here. He's excited about the Vision Pro. So that's oh, why yeah. we want to have him on to talk about yeah. that. So what's up, Colin? How you doing? I'm doing great. I was just saying that like this morning, it was an early morning to order that Vision Pro. And I was like, I'm just glad it was over because I was a little stressed out about trying to get that thing um, before the date move to like March yeah. or, or beyond. But so so why, why does a fitness guy want a Vision Pro? Well, like there's a lot of reasons and it's not just fitness. Like the main reason is for a computer. Like I want to get rid of the screens. I want to be able to go video edit on the go. So there's a lot of, I mean, I'm just thinking of last night all night long, all of the reasons I want to use it. And it's mm -hmm. well beyond obviously fitness, but I think a lot of people underestimate the fitness use cases because like, obviously you're probably not going to want to sweat in it a ton. Um, so there's going to be, have to be some figure out, like how to do that if you want to do that type of like cardio workout. But there's devices like I know you, Jeff, you have one of these, the Vitruvian Trainer Plus that that I have that I really enjoy, where it's it's a digital weight loading machine that you control with your iPhone. And the most annoying thing about it is I have to like adjust the weight with my iPhone. If I could just by far the most stand on thing. it, yeah. put the bar on my back and be like, look at the weight and be like, hey add five pounds and then like and, and start it'd be way better and so and you might be able to see additional things um through that so i think that's one use case but but there's gonna be a lot of them that i think people mm -hmm. uh, don't expect yeah i never thought about that though because that is by so the vitruvian trainer plus is like he said a it's like a what would you call it just a, a box like a it's just a platform you stand on, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, a few inches tall, maybe four feet wide, two, two feet or four feet long, two feet wide, and you can control a variety of accessories to it and load it up to like four hundred and forty pounds, and uh, oh, it's all controlled with your phone. Yeah, so you can do like squats, you can do bench press, you can do curl. I mean, you do tons of different exercises, and it's legit, like heavy, <clears throat> like it's not. Mm -hmm. I have my friend over who is he's an avid gym rat. And he was yeah. like, this isn't going to be a big deal. He came over there. He's like, well, you humbled me today because <laughs> this is this is pretty difficult. So, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. it's a legitimate like workout system. So the most annoying thing about it, though, that he was just saying is like having to load the weight with your phone because it doesn't mm -hmm. have a screen, which is a benefit in some respects, because mm -hmm. the screen's not going to go be outdated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it's not going to break. So it's nice to not have that screen attached, but then at the same time, it's like, well, if you're trying to do a bench press and you want to change the weight, now you got to, it's just a, it just adds a lot of like overhead to the experience that could be eliminated with the vision pro. Exactly. And, and obviously there's outside of just that, if you were just lifting with regular weights, there might be potential to just have a lot of data that you could never have before in real time. It's also true. Uh, the speed of your movement, you could see if you're slowing down in real time. Uh, the, like, and a lot of people base their strength programs on speed. Uh, there's people are going to really enjoy doing like meditation or even like yoga for me. Like, I don't know. I'm not that great at yoga. So I always need to see like the instructor. But the problem with yoga is like, you're in a position that if you were to look at the instructor, you'd be like cranking your neck, right? 
So if yeah. I could just wear a headset and get into a position and still be able to see, you know, if I have things correctly set up there or, you know, med- like I said, meditation, or I know it's going to be a little weird with conditioning, you know, sweating and stuff, but if you can get the right setup to make it not gross, and if there's enough cooling, which there might be, so it doesn't like fog up and get weird, just like imagine taking, I don't know if, I think Jeff, you've taken Peloton classes, but like, just imagine taking like a, a Peloton class that you can surround if they start filming it in 3D, which I know they have mm-hmm. VR, AR specialists working on their Peloton like programming right now and just be That's in the cool. studio with the instructor or if you don't want to be fully immersed, just have the instructor like just float next to you, you know? And so yeah. I think just the immersion level and enjoyment is going to be really, really cool once this gets all figured out. I think so too. I mean, I, you just made me think because with the Peloton, they have the little thing where you can ride, like some of the rides are like in like outdoor settings. Yeah. Yep. But it's not at all. You don't feel outdoors at all. It just feels mm-hmm. like yeah. you're sitting in your house and someone's in front of you on a screen <laughs> yep. that's riding in, I don't know, the Rocky Mountains or whatever. It just mm-hmm. doesn't feel at all immersive. Whereas this could change the game. And then it's good to hear that they have those AR VR specialists working because they definitely wanted to have that done yesterday to, uh, mm-hmm. to catch I'm up. sure, I'm sure it'll play nice with the Apple watch too. hundred yeah. percent combine that with Apple fitness plus, And all of a sudden you, like you said, you're like in the yoga studio with them, you know, you're in, you're like running mm-hmm. alongside them. Cause I know I'm a big Apple fitness plus guy. I love doing the guided runs. I love doing like the 30 minute strength workouts and just being able to just pull it up and like, literally put the headset on, turn around in my studio and do those workouts. That's going to be, that's going to be awesome. I think. Yeah. And then like the other thing I was thinking of, cause I like to walk throughout the day, just like take little breaks. Right. And a lot of times I'll do it on the treadmill. Cause I also kind of want to get some work done, but yeah. it's really awkward to have like my little laptop on the keyboard. I have to like look down. I'm not mm-hmm. like in a great position. Like having my hands floating up while I'm walking. Isn't that great. Um, True. So if I could do some of my research or some like more easy work that doesn't require like when I'm not video editing, I could just go on the treadmill, put it on and still like read. I could read a book, flip through stuff, um, whatever I want while I'm walking and still be able to see, you know, not not trip on the treadmill and, and eat and break this thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think there's just going to be a huge number of use cases um, that, you know, we haven't even thought of. I know I'm, yeah. I'm excited for like third party developers to get their hands on it and really just start going crazy. Like sky's, it seems like sky's the limit. Like we thought the app store was kind of an infinite canvas. This thing is going to be even crazier. Yeah. So that's, you know, I'm curious that's to see really what, what happens. Yeah. So, and, and everybody's neck's going to get stronger too, evidently. Right. So <laughs> we're going to be, <laughs> it's going to be great. They're going to put you out of business, yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I remember back It'd in the good. day when, uh, for high school and college football, they would like make you do like neck exercises. Like they would strap something on you and you would have to, cause it was supposed to help with like concussions and mm-hmm. help with like not, you know, breaking your neck while trying to tackle somebody. So it's like <laughs> coming full circle 10 years later, you know, <laughs> it'll be hilarious. <laughs> All that strength. Okay. Got, you know? Have either of you used like, um, other VR headsets for any kind of length of time, just like messing around uh, with them at all? I've tried like the, 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 the Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've seen, like, it's fun. Like I've tried like the boxing game, but mostly in like, it's my brother's or my dad was using it mostly in like demo formats where like there's a boxing game or the beat saber. So like you break a sweat, you get your heart rate going in a fun way. So, yeah, no, I was just, I was just wondering like the weight wise, I, I just feel like you, you hear all this stuff about like the, the strain on the neck and I'm just, I'm confused by it a little bit. Cause it's not that heavy. And it's like, you just have to figure out the balance. Like people walk around with with water pots on their head all day. People walk around with like helmets on for work, like way heavier. It's just about mm-hmm. balance, right? Yeah. And so it's just like, it's such a weird thing to come up right now, I think, because it's like, it would just take a couple of tweaks. Yeah. Maybe they add an extra battery pack on the back. You know, you can, you just you're really fully balanced you out. out. Yeah. No, that's true. No, I think, I think the weight thing, well, I mean, we just had Chance on and Chance kind of said the same thing in terms of he got used to it right away. And like, maybe if you wear it for four hours straight, then you might want to take it off for 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever. But I think it's going to be mostly like a, the biggest concern for me is like the being like disoriented or like getting headaches mm. or because like I remember when I first tried like the Oculus or the MetaQuest or whatever it was, 
after a while it's like kind of weird <laughs> like you kind of get a little bit of like vertigo especially or like <laughs> or like you run into a wall by accident i mean this i'm sure they you'll be able to see through enough to not run into a wall but still i think that's going to be more of a something that people are going to have to get over they're going to have to get used to it because people are going to get dizzy especially if you're working out and moving your head a lot and you're running in place and things like that i think that's going to be a bigger issue than just the weight of the actual vision pro yeah, and the the Meta Quest is like 515 grams versus the max weight, depending on your configuration for the Vision Pro, is 650 grams. So, it's not that. I great. mean, it's yeah. But when you're talking about, I mean, that is a difference, a sizable difference. But I don't, I don't know if that's. I, I just don't. To me personally, I don't think that's going to be a huge deal. Yeah, especially if you that, use the double no. strap thing. I don't. I just don't see it being a major, major deal breaker. No, I think it's just the balance and, you know, people will figure out what's going to be comfortable for them. Um, I'm curious if people will get sick at all because I know I get super queasy in VR. I'll take like Dramamine mm -hmm. if I'm doing like flight simulators, you know, yeah, or I'll, yeah. just, I'll just like want to puke. But <laughs> for a, like for the pass through stuff, I don't, I don't think people are going to have any issues because of the, such a True. quick latency and, um, and the clarity of it. Like, like we should be okay. Yeah, because I can even yeah. do stuff on the the Meta Quest as pass through, but that pass through looks like you're walking through like an old VHS. Like you're just like things are <laughs> like around and moving around, around, and you're like, uh, just, you know, like I, I always think like, does it pass the P test? Like, would you feel like a hundred percent confident you're gonna make everything in the toilet if you're gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> with the thing on? And like Meta Quest three, I'm like eighty nine percent sure. <laughs> You know, so it, doesn't angry pass, wife. it doesn't pass enough. <laughs> it's too, it's, That's it's, so funny. it's a little off. So I think, I think this will be fine for people to wear. And yeah. According to Chance, it is like, I mean, we just talked to him. He's like, this is, it's almost indiscernible between it and like your environment. So mm -hmm. it sounds Which pretty cool. impressive that, yeah, it'll, it'll pass your test for sure. Definitely. So, so there is a kind of pass through on the MetaQuest. It's just everything's way more digital and like the new one pixelated. has the it's it's looks okay in certain lighting, but it's very mm -hmm. it's very warped. Like if you okay. move things, it doesn't look right. Um, Fair. You you have no you know exactly what's going. Something's weird, right? Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't feel natural at all. Yeah. Let's see. For thirty five hundred dollars, this thing better feel natural, man. <laughs> Real natural. Well, yeah. one other question I had though is, well, actually two. One is Vitruvian working on a a like a native <clears throat> Apple Vision Pro app? I'm very confident because uh, I know that uh, CEO uh, got a developer kit like as soon as they came out, okay. and he's been working. They've been working on stuff, so. Cool. I don't know what, what point it could come up, but I know they are working on it. Cool. That's good to know. And then my last question is, I know you're like looking to replace all your external displays. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe even a computer you... too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe. Yeah. Let's, let's get there eventually. <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory that that pass through battery that you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to plug into like a, a dongle set that can attach to like your, SD cards and other stuff, just like your laptop. When I charge, it's all plugged through there. I don't see why you couldn't do that. The same thing. Does it have data pass through like that? Do we know? I, they haven't said anything. Okay. But I have a theory that it might be the case because otherwise, there's no. I don't know why there wouldn't be. True. If it, you just yeah, have to rely on the files yeah. out for everything. Then, like, and what AirDrop and AirPlay? Weird. I mean, yeah. with but with one terabyte. I mean, that's what my laptop does. It's not but then you're difference. you're looking at the the app lack of apps as well. Like I guess eventually we'll get there, but like there's no video editing app. I guess no, there's DaVinci, could... DaVinci Resolves on there. Oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, if you if you watch the the new video they just released today, they show like the mm -hmm. new App Store and DaVinci yeah. Resolves in there. A native uh, app, or is it yep. the iPad version? Really? It's native to Vision. I mean, it's probably just the iPad app in the store. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But you're gonna be able to have it with like however many screens you want, right? Wow. And uh, <laughs> I can't imagine Final Cut Pro is not going to be on there very quickly if it's not already. And it's it's so Final Cut Pro is on the iPad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. So, I mean, huh. what, do you, what do you need? I mean, I'm not, 
that's all I need. I don't need anything fancier than that. Yeah. It is, it is, I'm very curious to know the productivity side, obviously the content consumption side, the media, even things like fitness and stuff, that's obviously going to be a net positive, but the productivity, right? The, we should ask chance about the digital or virtual keyboard and what his experience was with it. Cause I know that he tried it. We forgot to ask yeah. him, but Collins, like, Collins, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just curious to know what, if we're going to be able to work at the same pace or like, or if there's going to be a learning curve, I'm sure there will be a learning curve, but is it going to be worth it to to put all your eggs in the basket of the vision pro and get it all done on there. You know? Yeah. So well, according to Colin, he's ready to just get rid of everything. Just, I'm not, I'm not selling have... the laptop yet. I'm going to wait until <laughs> he's about to, you're going to see nothing in the background. He just has a vision pro. What, I don't need some stove yeah, just, or nothing. I'm just going to be at the Starbucks walking around, you <laughs> yeah. know, nothing. Except with, maybe with like, a, like a hard Bluetooth drive keyboard, and... you know, that's just bring it with yep. you and done. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's, I could see that happening. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe make a vlog of going into like walking into public places with the vision pro, like on a subway at a Starbucks and just see what people think. Make sure people are going to be weirded out at first, you know, drive, driving with the, you know, the Google maps or the Apple maps. <laughs> yeah. Is that what? Right. Yeah. What about that? Will it be like a, can you that has to be that illegal. That can't be, that can't be. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get pulled over, you know, you get some crazy okay. dashboard. You'll well, get a nice video out of it at least. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to join us, Colin. Is there, where can people find you? Oh, connect the or on YouTube, uh, search connect the Watts and you should be able to find it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome stuff yeah. over there. We got to yeah. do more crossovers, honestly. I don't For know sure. why we don't. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this especially now this thing. thing, especially now that this thing is there. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. I, I, we'll come up with something cool. For sure. Beautiful Colin. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Take care, man. So uh, that should just about do it, everybody. I know we went a little over our 30-minute time threshold, but uh, for good reason. You know, we got some info from Chance on the hands-on. Got me even more hyped and more excited for what's, what's to come. Colin seems all in on this thing, both from a fitness standpoint, productivity, life, and everything in between. Um, but yeah, I'm overall just... I'm going to have a positive excitement for this thing, even though we just dropped a lot of money on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. It's going to be, I mean, we're going to learn a lot more. Reviews are going to start dropping, um, but we're going to like break this thing down mm -hmm. to the very core and just try everything, right? Because like we said, new frontier. So we're looking forward to it. It's exciting. So we can't wait to, to bring you more, more content. Absolutely. But uh, that'll do it, everybody. So stay tuned, get subscribed, leave some comments of any questions you have about it, because we'll be working on content on this thing for a while. And uh, yeah, until next week, everybody, I'm Fernando. I'm Jeff. We'll see you. Peace, guys.